Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Welcome to the worst writer in the world with me, Rufus, and he's got blisters on his fingers. Ooh. It's how long? Thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Thanks to every single one of our wonderful listeners, including you. Yes, even you, the rubbish one. Rubbish. And of course, biggest thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially the three writers Ooh. of this week's collage plot so far Day Citrus, Rose Parsons and Mark Greenwood and first up this bit is by Day Citrus First the worst <laughs> and then they have this to say Welcome to the final episode of Howard Long's Doctor Who masterpiece itself Conflict mm. It's Daleks versus Cybermen in a mighty battle over mining rights mm. They both want Fetralanium and or the Stone of Valos the Daleks begin the race by sending a giant mining machine to mine for neither of these, but instead for gold <laughs> to take up to the top floor and spray over the gold-fearing Cybermen. That's right, yeah. yeah. What's, what's the Fetralanium going to do with anything? I don't know. It was in that fucking summary, and that's about it, right? Okay. <laughs> what's the Stone of Valos going to do with anything? Mm. All they've done is drill for gold. <laughs> neither of them should want... <laughs> the Thals, whose house keeps getting run over by the miner, which seems to be travelling sideways instead of the traditional down for mining. Okay, those sideways instead of forwards, but yeah, it's going over oh, the right, surface yeah. of the land rather than ever actually drilling or mining. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's kind of a hovering miner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mining the air <laughs> Doctor Who has landed in the middle of this fight with his companion He rescues one human slave and then has a nap in the TARDIS <laughs> With her <laughs> He rescues one human slave then has a nap in the TARDIS with her while John stroke Jamie stroke Ian <laughs> yes. has some long, barely expository conversations with Thals. That's yes. true. I, I agree with that because he is talking a lot about the show, but not really helping with the plot of this mm. story at all. No. Let me tell you about the plot of some other stories, John, <laughs> in, in case you're confused about them. <laughs> All right, at that point, we're not going to read any more of Dave Citrus's plot so far because it's rubbish and wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're stopping at that point. And instead, we're taking up the slightly less wrong Rosemary Parsons. <laughs> Second the best. <laughs> Some thals jump out of trees onto the side of a miner. Brackets, the sides of miners are full of thal gravity, apparently but failed to kill any Daleks because Condal forgot to bring his special Dalek-killing gun. But wait, the Cybermen have only just discovered that Doctor Who is here and they are going to destroy the TARDIS. Ooh. Well, in two minutes when their bombs go off. Mm. Doctor Who wakes up from his nap in his famous TARDIS chair, notices the bomb 
and resigns himself to death. Hearing the explosion two minutes later, the Daleks decide the Cybermen are causing too much damage to the rubbish planet and go and chase them. Whilst also <laughs> chasing this happened, did it? No. Whilst also chasing Thals, everyone is chasing everyone. Excitement. And so young Howard's tale of Daleks and Cybermen fighting over a rock or something comes mm. to an abrupt not end. Or does it? Mm. And just in case that didn't help you understand what's going on at all, here we have another plot so far by Mark Greenwood, who took a slightly different approach to how he wrote it. With his hairy chest. He wrote it with his hairy chest. So this is The Secret Diary of Raytep, aged prematurely and three quarters. <laughs> Monday, woke up. Talked to Shrana about moving house again. She not interested. Played with Condol and his anti-Dalek gun. Went bed. Tuesday, woke up. Watched Quantum Leap on Betamax. Neighbour Condol said Miner had stopped. Told everybody to have chicken party, but then Miner started again. Told everybody to stop having chicken party. Got run over by Miner. Survival, <laughs> impossible. So I died. How did I write this if I died? Ha ha, poo off. <laughs> Wednesday, found Condal's gun, so now it's OK to kill Daleks. <laughs> Climbed aboard Miner and shot some silver men with head handles, but gun didn't work, rubbish. Shrana got blown up. Met bloke called John, who confused <laughs> me with story about Doctor Who being someone else. Also, turns out I don't know what Daleks are. Talked to John and other things in bed. <laughs> So, Howard, mm. we have come to the end of uh, young Howard's conflict script. Yet again, we had to deal with the fact that a story was unfinished and we can't know how Mr. Howard Long would have finished it. In the past, we have chosen several ways to end stories, like with the uh, humanoid mole people. What we, happened to that? Well, we took it in turns. We wrote three extra chapters. I think um, I wrote one, then you wrote one, and then I couldn't speak and wrote one. Yeah. Right? Uh, in the Mystery of the Golden Bus, I finished it. Oh, well done. Right. In um, Siege, we just improvised an ending where Doctor Who bummed Jamie to, right. to, to repopulate a dead world. That did happen, yeah. <laughs> so we've done, we've done it in different ways. Mm. But one thing we've never done is get old Howard... <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't tell you that. Regular aged Howard. <laughs> yeah. Can we give it that? Contemporary Howard. Yeah, it's fitting. To get contemporary Howard to write it and then Rufus to read it, just like we do with the rest of the story, having never seen it before, just like with the other mm. uh, scripts. Yeah, so I'm going to read for the first I've time. I've not seen it either, to be fair. <laughs> did it with your eyes closed. Mm. For the first time on The Worst Writer in the World... Um, contemporary Rufus, I'm not going to call us old. Contemporary, <laughs> contemporary Rufus mm. is reading something that contemporary Howard wrote, and in fact, probably the first time we've ever done that, right? Yeah. Because I've read loads of stuff that young Howard wrote, and we've each mm -hmm. read our own things to the other in Great League podcast, and also here. But we've never just gone here. I've written a thing. Now you read it. We've never done that. Wow. This is this is this is a new dawn. This is a a, pion, a pioneering moment for us when. I read a thing that you wrote recently. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow, we're true pioneers. 
maybe this is the moment where we become famous and get all that famous money. <laughs> maybe. This is what we've been missing so far. <laughs> what everyone wants. Yeah. Turns out they've all been waiting. They keep checking. They're going, have they done it yet? No, yeah. still reading young Howard stuff. Jeez. Given the amount of time I spent on it, it's probably not likely. Well, wait, I'd like to tell the listener how long you spent on it because it's been two years, right? <laughs> it's got to be the longest time you've ever spent on anything. Two years ago, we decided that Howard should finish Conflict and he just finished it uh, today. Mm, mm. Is that how long you spent? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And in real time, how long did you spend? Well, I did it one night and then I, then, and then did a second pass the morning after. Okay, so it is redrafted. I wouldn't say redrafted. <laughs> no, I just... The, the morning after, I put some modern jokes in it. You didn't check the spelling, I, I, I noticed. No, no, not at all. No, no, I didn't think... I decided to do it as, as I would have done as a child, but I didn't have a typewriter. Um, I decided not to use Final Draft. I was going to do it in Final Draft. I was like, no, I'll just write it yeah. in sh- in really aw- awkward-to-read style. Cool. I didn't do it all caps, though, so you'd be happy that's, about that. That's good, yeah. And so I just tried to write it as a child, and then the, the day after, I, I tried to put some jokes in for, 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 the, for, the, for the now. For the now, okay. I don't know. It's probably my best work. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? No one's read it before. Well, Let's find out, shall we? Mm. Are you ready to go? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right, here we go, listener. This is um, contemporary Howard's Doctor Who script. How long is it since you last wrote a Doctor Who script? That's another oh, question. An hour. <laughs> I mean, before this, you <laughs> fucking loser. Before this one, had it been twenty years ago or what? You know. <laughs> yes, but I've not. I've not. You know, I've not sent anything to Stephen Moffat. <laughs> you haven't kept it up. It's not like your no. hobby to write Doctor Who scripts. No, I've had an idea for one. If they ever let me write for the show, <laughs> okay. but I'm like, you know, I've not done it. Do you hear that, Stephen Moffat? Oh no, he's not. No, he's not in control anymore. All right. So here we go. Yeah. We see Raytep and John. They are in bed together. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, is it? Yeah. I mean, you really haven't. Yeah. You say, oh, no, I tried to write it like I did when I was a kid. Yeah. After some serious bumming. <laughs> after some serious bumming. Right. Raytep turns to John. So it's not that they are in bed after some serious <laughs> bumming. You're saying they've got to do that on screen. <laughs> So after some serious bumming, Raytep turns to John. Remind me, John, why are we doing this again? (laughs) Um, Because we need a lot more tiles. Because we need a lot of more tiles if we're going to defeat... (laughs) Really, am I still getting that wrong? Fuck. Because we need a lot of more tiles... If we're going to defeat both the Daleks and the Cybermen also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we need to repopulate this miner <laughs> by having babies. Yeah, there you go. Call back to... Uh, Excellent callback, yeah. To Siege. <laughs> kind of. Mm. So we need to repopulate this miner by having babies. Mm. Smart thinker, John. That is good. Oh, it's like it that, sounds like it? A... it does in a, in a Howard Long script where one character tells another that he's intelligent. Yeah. Hey, you're a genius. Even though the thing you just said and everything else you've ever said makes you sound like a simpleton. Yeah. You are definitely a genius, Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, good. Smart thinker, John. Oh, I can't take the credit. I learned it off of Doctor Who. And he's the cleverest man I know. Oh, brilliant. Cleverer even than his sister. Yeah. Dublar Flankerblows. Okay. Dublar Flankerblows. Okay. Yeah, but we're going to need a lot of thals to overpower the Daleks. Yeah, that's true. Aye, then we'd better hurry up then. <laughs> they, they bum fuck. <laughs> 
They bum faster. Yeah. They bum faster. Suddenly, suddenly Doctor Who bursts in. Oh, hello. John, oh my God, what are you doing? Are you cheating on me? What? No, I was just trying to repopulate like you showed me before. (laughs) Oh, yes, that. That is definitely a thing. (laughs) Two men. Two men bumming can definitely produce babies. But stop it already. We have bigger problems to fry. It's good so far, Jimmy. Okay, it is your best work ever. Oh. What is it, Doctor Who? <laughs> Brilliant. I used K9 to break into the miner's computer mainframe, and I discovered something terrible. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Oh, okay. This miner isn't really drilling for gold at all. That was a cover story. Oh, my God. In fact, they're drilling for ballerinium. Oh, my God. Ballerinium? Yes. It's only the most dangerous substance ever known to man. But Daleks aren't men. (laughs) This is exactly, exactly, exactly like a young Howard script. You haven't changed at all. Either you're doing an excellent pastiche or you just haven't changed. Just just if if I I, I found that if I, as long as I didn't, Think about it, then just the, the words would just the stupid words would follow. Respond to the line before, yeah, and what with whatever occurs to you yeah. first, right? That's what it is. Yeah, I just listened to Conflict twice, and I was like, okay, go. It is very, very similar in style. I like it a lot. Apart from all the bumming, probably. But, I mean, not in content, in style. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but Daleks aren't men. Ooh, hello, Captain Obvious. Thanks for your input. Would you like to tell me that trousers aren't a pig next? <laughs> okay. yeah. Tempted a joke. Uh, no, Doctor Who. I mean, if it's dangerous to men, what if you're not a man? You mean, I'm Jodie Whittaker? <laughs> I'm afraid it's still the most dangerous thing ever. Mm. No, Doctor Who. I mean, what if you're an alien... Or not, what if you're not a man? What if you're not a man? I put the stress in the wrong place. Right. No, Doctor Who. I mean, if it's dangerous to men, what if you're not a man? All right, yeah, okay, yeah. You mean, if I'm Jodie Whittaker, I'm afraid it's still the most dangerous thing ever. Mm-hmm. No, Doctor Who. I mean, what if you're an alien? I am an alien, yes. <laughs> Ballerinium is the most dangerous substance known to all aliens, to all life. What if you're a vampire or a Frankenstein? <laughs> They're not alive. <laughs> Fucking hell, John. <laughs> okay, Ballerinium is the most dangerous substance to anyone, anything, anyone... And any ham. <laughs> what is this belly rainy mum of which, <laughs> of which you speak, doctor? That's exactly what you would have, exactly what you would have written as a kid. Yeah, that's good. What is this belly rainy mum of which you speak, doctor? Oh, it's terrible. If you get it, you can have the universe. <laughs> Maybe the Daleks just want it to put on a shelf. <laughs> Maybe the Daleks just want it to put on a shelf. Yeah, yeah. Daleks are the most evil creatures in the universe, John. Maybe they're just misunderstood. Mm. They literally did three genocides just last week, John. Maybe it was an accident. Maybe they were trying to make a sandwich. It can't be easy making a sandwich with a plunger and an egg whisk instead of hands. True. If you think Daleks are so nice, John, why don't you walk up to one and ask it to shoot you? (laughs) Is this the bit in, in this story where um, where Doctor Who's, we do it though? I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. it's not in the script. It's, oh, John, <laughs> if you think they're so nice, <laughs> ask it to shoot you. Hmm. 
if this Billy Runny man is so dangerous, we should get it first and then we'll win the war mm. and we'll own the universe. True. Ah, John, who is your friend? This is Raytep Doctor Who. Hello, Raytep. I am Doctor Who. And this is my companion, John. <laughs> no, that's a deliberate misspelling, but he's, this is my companion. It's not. Uh, there's too many A's, so companion. Oh, okay. But this is my companion, wow. John. Companion. Hello, Raytep. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, John. Hello, Doctor Who. Oh, I could see you. <laughs> they've, I mean, they've already been bumming, but now their meeting is good. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, so Rachel says, hello, John. Hello, Doctor Who. <laughs> And then, hello, Doctor Who. <laughs> hello, John. Hello, Ray Tep, says K9. Oh, is there? Hello, K9. Yes. Now we're all friends. Would you like a jelly, baby? Mm. <laughs> That's what we were trying to do before you interrupted us. Mm. No, not a human baby, a jelly one. Would you like a jelly one? You eat them. Look. The Doctor takes out a bag of jelly babies and eats one at <laughs> Ray Tep. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. The dog takes out a bag of jelly babies and eats one at Raytep. Ah, good. Uh, Raytep says, "Ah, oh, baby eater. He must be a Dalek in disguise." Oh my god. Raytep pulls his anti-Dalek gun and aims. Stitch this, Doctor Who. <laughs> Raytep pulls the gun's trigger at the Doctor Who. And then it's going to change scenes. Oh my god. Because in keeping with young Howard's scripts, you're not going to put like scene two or anything like that. You're just going to say, we see, and then mm. say what happens next. Yeah, it's much easier writing like I used to, I tell you. <laughs> we see Raygor, Vaughn and Cyb 1. Is Raygor another Cyberman? Oh, uh, yeah, then he's the head Cyberman. Yeah, he's the, right, who's, the boss. The, who's the leg Cyberman again? <laughs> that, that's that's Vaughn, right? He's like, I went that's, into a primitive state of hibernation with Vaughn, legs. Yeah. <laughs> we see Raygor, Vaughn and Cyb 1. <laughs> <laughs> they are walking down a corridor. They do this for about ten seconds and reach the other end. <laughs> we see Kondal and the Thals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There are about twenty of them. They can wear moustaches and wigs and double up to make it look like there are more. <laughs> Some of them can have a cobble yeah. cut out and just like yeah, carry yeah, along yeah. with them. Yeah. They are running a lot. <laughs> Suddenly, there are five Daleks coming after them. There is a red one. And three grey ones. <laughs> and a big white one. <laughs> they are all shouting exterminate. And get them. <laughs> as, <laughs> as they are shooting uh, their guns at the Thals. That would be amazing. Get them. <laughs> get them. <laughs> exterminate. What were we saying earlier about exterminate? No, you exterminate first. Oh, no, you yeah, exterminate yeah, yeah, first. No, no yeah, you yeah, exterminate yeah, first. Yeah. No, you. Eight of the Thals get turned into skeletons. <laughs> Eight of the Thals get turned into skeletons for a second and then they fall down. They are dead. Oh. One Dalek stops to post a letter. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a joke, I find. Yeah. I have mailed. Oh, fuck. <laughs> she instantly regrets saying this as her programming forces her to immediately start spinning around and commit suicide by exploding. Oh, my God. The other Daleks carry on the pursuit. Kondal says... Quick, every Thal, round this corridor. Condal mm -hmm. and the Thals run around the <laughs> oh, corridor. That's right, yeah, that's what he is. Right up, right up, right up. That's him, yeah. and the Thals run around the corridor and walk straight into Raygor and Vran and Cyb 1. I have detected the presence of humans. 
Yeah, good one, Cyberman 1. How did you do that? Use your amazing eye power, did you? You're just jealous I saw them first. Enough. Eliminate them, says Rhaegar. Does Rhaegar have a voice? I can't remember what he said in that. Uh, Rhaegar probably goes, oh, Enough. Eliminate them. That's probably, I think, yeah, he kind of did do that. That's right, you're right. Oh, enough. Eliminate them. Rhaegar unzips his fanny pack, <laughs> which is difficult because the zipper keeps getting stuck. And Vaughn is swearing, Oh, fiddlesticks. When it is finally open, he pulls out some gun-looking devices. Mm-hmm. They are guns. Brilliant. He hands them out to Vaughn and Saib One. But before they can open fire on the Thals, then the Daleks all come round the corner also. Quickly, Thals, duck! Stupid Thal. Where? I don't see any duck. Oh, you mean... Oh. <laughs> the stupid Thal turns into a skeleton and dies. <laughs> The remaining Thals all drop to the corridor ground and the Dalks and Cybermen shoot at each other over them. With a big zap, one Dalek's eye stalk flies off and also Cyb1 is blasted in his chest unit. He starts to spray a green ooze from his mouth section. (laughs) (laughs) To Cyb1. Red Dalek. Vision is impaired. I cannot see. The Dalek with the gone eye stalk, Mm. also known as Zeg and Dalek One and the Red Dalek, (laughs) fires randomly and accidentally explode several Daleks. Oh, wow. It's just dangerous, isn't it, being a Dalek without an eye stalk? Yes. Dalek Two. You have exterminated me, Dalek Zeg. Is this because I said red is a rubbish colour? Nothing is red. I am blind. As the massacre continues, the Thals continue to crawl away with their legs. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. That's not what you, I mean, I guess you do use legs for crawling, don't you? But well, you know, you don't leave them behind, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you'd use your they're taking their legs, legs with them, right? yeah, yeah. But they're ta- I mean, the thing is, like, like crawling away with their bags. It doesn't mean that's right. the principal thing you use. They've got them it means on you their take them with them, like yeah. Chewbacca with C-3PO, Star Wars, <laughs> Empire that, yeah, yeah. Right. But one Dalek, the special weapons Dalek, yeah. pursues them. It is much bigger than the other Dalek and has a big cannon in it. <laughs> That is what the big that is what the special weapons Dalek okay. is. It's from Sylvester McCoy's era. Okay, it says, "I am a Dalek. I will exterminate you. Exterminate, exterminate, exterminate." They do say that, don't they? Oh, Daleks. Don't know. No, but Daleks. Uh, I've watched. I, I haven't Dalek. watched it for such a long time now. I'm not sure whether Daleks really do say, "I am a Dalek." So yeah, the, the special um, weapons Dalek. Although then he's, um, it says SP Dalek. So it's a special peppins Dalek. <laughs> The big Dalek waggles his cannon evilly. Condal <laughs> says, quickly in here. That was the thing about Daleks, they did have to do that. Yeah. They had to go yeah. and like, do that and it was supposed to be like scary. But yeah, yeah. there was a lot of waggling in Dalek mm. for Daleks, yeah. Condal pushes open a, da- a Dalek, no. Condal pushes open a door and the Thals hurry inside, accidentally knocking someone over. It is the Doctor. He is about to get shot by Raytep. But the shot from Raytep's anti-Dalek gun flies harmlessly over his Doctor Who hat. Yes, that's what I call it. Yeah, flies harmlessly over his Doctor Who hat. <laughs> the bullet exterminates <laughs> the bullet exterminates the special weapons Dalek instead of him. 
his lid explodes. <laughs> that's, even, that's even good. Modern reference. Though. His lid explodes and his jelly. <laughs> and his jelly. Yeah. It's revealed. <laughs> okay. <Flapping> about. <laughs> That's good. His lid explodes and his jelly is revealed, flapping about. Well, that does happen in Doctor. Who. Yeah, I mean, he probably, he probably didn't write that in the script. Oh, but no. I mean, that's basically what happens. He has revealed my jelly. <laughs> flap, flap. <laughs> that, is, that is a very good description of what happens, but you're right, they probably didn't write that in the script. Mm. Um, his jelly is revealed, flapping about. Mm. You can <laughs> You can hear what the jelly is saying now. <laughs> and without the Dalek filter on, we can hear that it isn't saying it has failed. It's using some pretty fruity language, actually. Yeah. Fucking hell, I am in so much fucking pain. Ugh, my lid. Where is my lid? Someone fucking help me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That seems quite realistic. Raytep shoots the special Dalek again oh. in its jelly, and it dies. Oh. The Thals hug in reunion. Ah, oh, it's a Dalek. Yeah, but it, like it's, Doctor it's, Who was saying, it's done loaded. It's done three genocides this week. Oh, a specific one. <laughs> well, we don't know. Maybe jelly sides. He's <laughs> done jelly sides. <laughs> Raytep shoots the special Dalek again in its jelly, and it dies. The Thals hug in reunion. Kondal, I knew you were alive. See, Shrana, I told you they would be all right. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> Doctor Who stands up. Kondal, thank you for saving my life. Now, what seems to the situation out there? Oh, yeah. What seems to be the situation out there? Silver robots and Daleks are killing each other. Kondal peeks out. Oh, no. Oh, now. Wait a second. Hey, the fighting has stopped. Yippee! They're all lying down and not moving. They're all dead. The Thals go, hip hip hooray, hip hip hooray. Condal says, Jill Tep. <laughs> Tracy Tep. You know what this means. Yeah, yeah. It's time to celebrate. <laughs> Crack open the chicken. Yeah. And Ray Tep says, Ain't no party like a chicken party. Thals. Chicken party, chicken party. <laughs> Vegan thal. I hope there will be fruit as well. Jill Tep. What kind of fruit? Ray Tep. I like a nice pear. Jill Tep. Ooh. ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the woman thals. <laughs> Start. <laughs> no, it's not what you think it's going to be. It says, the woman thals. Start doing the catering. <laughs> Good. Start doing the catering. Yeah, good. And it says... <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. Anyway, yeah. Neil Breen <laughs> is also there. <laughs> he always is. Anytime yeah, there's catering good. happening, NB Catering is there. I've had a help with the catering. <laughs> I'm Jesus. Oh, look at my Jesus. Doctor Who says, Wait, what are you all doing? <laughs> We've won the war. Everybody got killed with lasers or exploded. There are dead bodies strewn everywhere. Scrambled brains all over the walls. So now we can live in peace. Mm. No, that's just a few Daleks and Cybermen. There are hella more where they came from. As my good friend Shrana used to say, I can't see them, so they definitely don't exist. All the Thals are dancing and eating chicken now. <laughs> hey, put on the chicken song. <laughs> Jiltep. Puts on the chicken song. 
the Thals dance like chickens. <laughs> <laughs> you want to give us a quick bit of chicken song? That's what it is, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And all the thoughts sounds like chickens. We call it the birdie song here, though, right? But it's when we discover that the, they call it the chicken song in America. Well, maybe, I don't know. We may, we may have done. That's what. Well, I, I didn't even realise that that was that. You're right, that is the birdie song. Mm. But in my head now, that's also the chicken, the chicken song. song. Anyway, the dolls dance like chickens. Hey, stop dancing, okay? Listen to me, I am totally serious right now. Stop dancing. John starts dancing like a chicken as well. Oh, come on, Doctor Who. If you can't beat them, join them. But I can beat them, John. I can beat them. Doctor Who gets out his famous cricket bat and starts pummeling the thals. <laughs> Yeah, it's got a cricket bat. Stop fucking dancing to the chicken sign. <laughs> the war isn't over. It's only just begun. Thus ends episode 11 of Conflict with the Thals dancing to the chicken song and Doctor Who cracking their brains in with a massive stick. <laughs> episode 12... A Dalek walks in on its legs. <laughs> a Dalek walks in on its legs, takes a gun from its back pocket <laughs> with its hand and starts shooting the thals. A bit dry hard, that. A bit like, dry hard. Uh, no, I enjoyed it. Uh, a Dalek walks in on its legs, takes a gun from its back, ho- back pocket with its hand mm. and starts shooting the thals. Condal is shot and dying. Oh, my God, no. Why? Oh, God. Why did we have a chicken party? <laughs> that was a really premature chicken party. He is dead. Oh, no. Doctor Who says, Quick Ali, hide. <laughs> they all hide behind a blackboard. <laughs> <laughs> Any particular reason? Just because um, there's all those filing cabinets in it. And, yeah. and uh, what, the only thing I associate with filing cabinets is blackboards, because that's Schools. what we also had at school. Yeah. Mm. They all hide behind a teacher. <laughs> yeah, beyond Mrs Shaw. There, there is a silent buzzing sound and Doctor Who puts down his bat. Does what? <laughs> puts down his bat because oh, right. he had a bat that he was killing people That's with. That's right, yeah. They're yeah. puddling the thals. What? Why is he murdering thals? Because uh, he stopped. If he's you can't beat s- them, join them. He's trying to stop them have a chicken party. Uh, so there's a silent buzzing sound and Doctor Who puts down his bat. Doctor Who checks his he portal watch. <laughs> oh no, not you again. What is it now? The face of President Bollifrey <laughs> appears on the watch. <laughs> ah, there you are, Doctor. We've been trying to reach you. We have some bad news. The Dalek Miner was operating on a ghost frequency, unreadable from prying eyes. Wow. But since you broke into the miner's computer mainframe to discover the truth, now the information is in the Matrix and anyone can see it. Oh, shit. Especially Keanu Reeves. He's looking <laughs> at it right now. But I don't say that. Yeah, an ancient smith. Oh, no, you don't mean, do you? Yes, Doctor. The Cyberlord has in- intercepted the signal and is right now on his way to steal the Ballerium. <gasps> wow, it's a twist. Sequel. V Prezi. The master is probably coming too. <laughs> you know, he loves a good multi-doctor story. <laughs> but this isn't a multi-doctor story, although it has gone kind of meta all of a sudden, OK? Uh, Vice President. Oh, isn't it? 
There is a familiar weeing groaning sound. <laughs> You've been wheezing, right? Yeah, probably. And a blue box with the words police public call box on it with a flashing light on top <laughs> fades into being in the corner <laughs> next to the Doctor's TARDIS. <laughs> I, like I like the idea that, that, that the other thing that appeared is not a TARDIS. <laughs> You've just done that thing that you usually or used to do when you describe TARDISes. Mm. A mysterious blue box appears next to the TARDIS. <laughs> no, it's just a TARDIS. <laughs> like, I wonder what that is. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and it lands on top of the Dalek, crushing it to death. Oh, brilliant. The second TARDIS opens up, and we can see it is bigger on the inside than it is on the out, and can travel in time. <laughs> <laughs> we can see. And Doctor Who says, Oh no, not again. Mm. Out... <laughs> I keep catching these lines before I read them. It's very difficult to then, because it says outcome doctor. <laughs> outcome doctor who, right? Yeah, yeah. Outcome doctor who. <laughs> it's what it says. There's something wonderful about that line. Outcome, outcome doctor who. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's brilliant. The child is right. Outcome doctor <laughs> Anyway, outcome Doctor Who. The third Doctor. Oh, God. Mm. The third Doctor, who will also be known as the second (laughs) Doctor. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to Doctor Two, aren't you? The third Doctor, who will also be known as the second Doctor, the other Doctor, (laughs) Doctor Two, the irregular Doctor, (laughs) that Doctor over there, Mm. and. (laughs) And Doc Two Who. Yeah, that's good. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Uh, he comes with grey curly hair and velvet jacket. Mm. He has a head. <laughs> I, mean, I thought that pointed out. Three, yeah. and I didn't say it. So, like. um, so he says, oh, no, what am I doing here? <laughs> well, if you don't know that, I guess you can't control your TARDIS. <laughs> Are you calling me an inept sack of shit? Well, in so much as I am you, and yes, I was totally calling you an inept sack of shit, yes, I am, was, I have, will do. But that actually means you are calling me inept, because you came first, so how dare you, cheeky... (laughs) So how dare you, cheeky doctor who... Oh, then I'm sorry, dear chap. I do (laughs) apologise. Although that's exaggerated. It's not much. (laughs) It's not that far from actual scenes in, like, Tardis' is 5, is it? They they write themselves to tell you it's really easy to do this. (laughs) It's a winner. I think what we really need Mm. is an entirely new, brand new, written from beginning to end by contemporary Howard, (sighs) Doctor Who script. Wow. Right, not anything else. Don't want to do. I don't want you to write a new fucking stage play about some twins. No, <laughs> but a new Doctor Who script of this, you know, done like this, where you just don't ever read it a second time. I don't think that'd be a winner. Mm-hmm. Could be a, like four part, three or four part, you know, depending yeah. on how energetic you were. Could be uh, a million infinity could be party. Infinity party, yeah. Instead of us going back and forth with uh, Greg Binchley, if you could just keep writing episodes of Doctor mm. and I'll keep reading them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Doctor Two says, oh, then I'm sorry, dear chap, I do apologise. No need to apologise, I already did do. Then we're friends again? Yes, but because of time travel, we never fell out. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> In fact, guess what? We're married. <laughs> I do love a good Doctor Who. 
I mean, it's a comma after Doctor. I, I do love a, doctor, a good Doctor Who, but that's not. Uh, I do love a good Doctor Who wedding. Did I wear a nice dress? The comma's in the wrong place. <laughs> Just randomly it? put it before wedding and time travel. After. Yeah, it's comma travel. I do love a good Doctor Who wedding. Did I wear a nice dress? <laughs> yes, we have. And tell me, I'm dying to know. Have you taken our shit yet? <laughs> have you taken our shit yet, old chap? Yes. In fact, I'm taking it right now. In another universe, through his interdimensional pant portal, (laughs) Doctor Who's poo lands on Leela. This this is not the first time you've written this scene. I would like to point out that that might seem like a fucking disgusting, weird, stupid scene, but it is the second time you have written... That exact scene. That happened in Gret Binchley. Because she, that character was based on Leela, wasn't it? She was based on Leela, so uh, it seemed only right to bring it back. Okay. Mm. You thought I was so good, it, well, I wrote it twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my best idea. That having a crap that then goes to another universe and lands on a woman. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes <laughs> shit portals are the best idea. And Leela says, What is this shit that I am covered in? Mm. We see the room with Doctor Who and the Thals and John in. <laughs> Doctor Who says, Hey, I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> what? Doctor Who shoots Doctor Two. Hey, I'm going to shoot myself. Oh. Doctor Who shoots Doctor Two. And as Doctor Two falls to the ground and dies, so Doctor Who slowly fades away to nothing, <laughs> laughing all the time as he does so. Ha 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 Yes, yes, paradox. Ha 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 ha. I am dead now. Uh, both of them suddenly pop back into existence. Can I have a go? <laughs> I don't see why not. If you kill me, it would be like I was... It says wad. It would be like I was committing suicide and I can't commit suicide if I am dead. <laughs> fair enough. It's a fair point. And then it says, but Bedford, Doctor. <laughs> but Bedford, Doctor, too. <laughs> But Bedford... Oh, before. Yeah, I saw it autocorrect and was like, I'll leave that. <laughs> yeah. I was confused because it's like, but Bedford, Doctor Two. But before Doctor Two... Which is weird that something would autocorrect to Bedford rather than before. Before, which is one of the most common yeah. words in the language. Because I've got the, the B-E-F-O-R bit right and obviously hit the wrong letter and it went like, Bedford? Yeah, before. I wonder what I word it, it means. I saw it turn to Bedford and capitalise it. And I was like, what <laughs> the fuck are you doing? But before Doctor Two can shoot Doctor Who... There is another wheezing, groaning sound, but it is louder. Like, say, five times louder. And then a really big TARDIS materialises. It has five sets of doors and it has a lot of glue on it. (laughs) It is so big that it is smaller on the inside than it is on the out. Makes sense. One set of doors open and out steps a gold-coloured Cyberman. Oh no, it's my arch-enemy, the Cyberlord. Hello, Doctor Who's. Actually, uh, I've changed my name. I don't like Cyberlord. It was too ostentatious. I'm called John now. (laughs) Hello, Cyber John. Hello, Doctor Two. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to put my big drill on. I'm going to put my big drill on and I'm going to drill for Ballaradium. And then, finally, I'll get the universe and I can put it on my shelf next to my fanciest Cyberman 1998 award. (laughs) I'm quite looking forward to having the universe. I've got this terrible ache all down my left leg connections. (laughs) Uh, And I think having the universe will really be an ameliorate. Just then, out of the other Doctor's TARDIS steps 
Doctor Two's companion. It is John. <laughs> Doctor Who. Oh, hello, John. How good to see you. No, no, hold on. But you're my companion. <laughs> and then it says John One and John Two together. Mm. So do you want, uh, do you want What do they that? say? They say, oh, what are you talking about, Doctor Who? Okay, I'll join in with you. Oh, oh what, what are you talking, talking about, about Doctor, Doctor Who? Who? Hey, John Tip. Check it out. What a lot of Johns. <laughs> no, no, John and John. Don't touch. If you touch, the universe will explode. Brilliant. Yes, another thing that has also happened in, in Greg Binchley recently. <laughs> Cyberjack, I can't remember who's it. It's Cyberjack, like the fuck's that? Uh, and then I won't be able to put it on my shelf. <laughs> but it is too late. The Johns are already giving each other a reach around. <laughs> And with that, the universe explodes. Everybody is dead and nobody, absolutely nobody, ever has to read another of Howard's fucking Doctor Who scripts. Ever, ever again. The end. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat to every night But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah. Wubba-dubba-dubba! Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World, the final part of Howard's last Doctor Who adventure, Conflict. I tell you what, one day we should get young, you'd still quite young Howard to write a new Doctor Who story. Wow. But you know, the only the thing, the main thing that motivates Howard to write things mm-hmm. is people joining our secret gang for as little as $2 a month. <laughs> and the more people who sign up, the more likely he is to do it, the more leverage I have in persuading him to do it, and maybe we'll get more Doctor Who in the future. So if you think you might be interested, go to patreon.com forward slash man by cow, sign up for as little as $2 a month and see just how much you can get Mm. and we've just recently made it even more haven't we Howard we have made it more if you sign up for two dollars you still get all the extended worst writer episodes a lot of stuff that's exclusive I noticed two dollars get the um the live stream we did of reading castrato wow that's something that's available to two dollars and I think uh, Champagne for Breakfast, which was an yes. early draft of Notes on Love, that was loads and loads of stuff that's exclusive to The Secret Gang. And you get all that at $2. Brilliant. As well as all the old Man by Cow episodes, several Gret Binchleaf books. Um, there's just a lot of stuff immediately. And all you do is spend two little dollars. Not even big dollars, two little dollars. <laughs> But here's the exciting part, because yeah. if you go up one level and sign up for $7, yeah. you can now get your hands on all the Secret Gang podcasts. All of them? The whole back catalogue of all the Rats. Secret Gang podcasts. It's pretty extraordinary. So there's suddenly a lot more than there used to be. Plus, Man by Cow Series 5 mm. is there. You know, the current Gret Binchleaf book we're working on, which is called Who Killed Gret Binchleaf? It's just and stuff I can't even remember. Brilliant. Then, if you fancied going up to $12, which is called All the Binchleaf, you get all the stuff I've already mentioned and a load of exclusive Gret Binchleaf books as wow. well, like The Adventure of the Time-Bending Men, <gasps> Adventure of the Infinitely Big House, Steve Crabs and The Adventure of Making Crabs Go Big, <laughs> and loads of Gret Binchleaf short stories, like the Christmas specials that Howard wrote, The Adventure of the Frozen Hour and The Binchleaf <laughs> Christmas Carol. Right? I mean... They're pretty, yeah. they're pretty special things, and you could listen to them mm. for Christmas and, and get all that Christmas cheer in Howard's bleak 
<laughs> horror wasteland of Gret Binchley's world at Christmas. <laughs> I mean, join now and you'll get my, my, the the latest. Um, in just and just under a week, you'll be able to get the uh, really? <laughs> the latest, the next, the next Gret Binchley Christmas special. Yeah. I'm going to wow, say that, but I'm gonna, I've only written half of it. But I mean, I'm sure I'll get it finished by then. I, I believe in you. But of course, if you are feeling like, you know, you don't want to give Bob Cratchit another coal to put on the fire this Christmas Mm -hmm. and you see no possible negative consequences of that, of you just eating your gruel and (laughs) being mean to Bob Cratchit and his disabled son, if you think that's (laughs) fine and therefore you don't want to join the secret gang, Mm -hmm. then that's okay because we'll still be releasing episodes for free on The Worst Writer in the World, which is, of course, a fortnightly show that is frequently weekly. <laughs> For example, you may have noticed the last seven episodes have been weekly because it's been a yeah. story. But now it's finished, we're back to fortnightly again. So we will be back in two weeks with yes. the worst writer in the world Christmas special, Hooray! which is called Santa Goes Crazy. Ooh. Written by young Howard, basically in the same week he wrote Jack's Turkeys. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. Happy, like, December and stuff. Merry Milk Mass. He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer.